This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where we bring you a fresh word every week. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I want to welcome you to another wonderful service. I'm praying that everyone is doing well today. Today's message is a very serious message. Um, it's entitled, Why God, Why? You may know that if you've already clicked it on, clicked on it. Um, this is very serious about all the current events going on, especially with the um, Supreme Court overturning uh, the Roe versus Wade um, verdict. All I'm going to say about that right now is that we must take this in God's hands and we must do something in terms of that. We must turn this over to God before we take action emotionally. We must not let our emotions um, deter us from the course because um, with uh, through God, we can. this is not impossible. So therefore, we if we turn to God, we can actually find a better way to take to handle this because because a lot of the things we've been doing thus far obviously is not enough so therefore we got to do more but before we do more we must take it to God in prayer so I'm praying for those who are affected by this decision and trust me there are many out there that are many are silent even though we don't know about it you know we can look at statistics and all that's jazz. I'm not going to get into that because that's not my avenue. But from what I can, from what I can perceive, from what I've observed, that there's more than what statistics show that that are affected by this and those who have to end up going through these things. That's all I want to say because human rights is a human right is a civil right. So therefore, we must remember that as well. But Without further ado, we're going to get into the service. I'm not going to uh, end. I'm not going to end this portion on a somber note. So, therefore, we, we're going to get right into the service. Stay tuned. Scripture time here at Safe Haven, and pray that you have your Bibles ready, your Bible apps ready. Uh, we're going to be coming from the Old Testament, um, just like we did last week. We're going to be coming from the Old Testament. We're going to be coming from Psalm. We're going to be coming from the Book of Psalm. Uh, specifically the 22nd chapter. I'm going to be reading uh, verses 1 through 5. Uh, once again, Psalm 22, verses 1 through 5. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day but you do not answer. And by night, but find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you, our ancestors trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you, they cried and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's prayer time here at Safe Haven and Point. Just lift up those who are feeling affected by uh, the news events of this week, this past week. Um, I also want to pray for those who are going through financial struggles, emotional struggles, mental health struggles, relationship struggles, and even personal struggles that nobody knows about except them. 
but they themselves keep me lifted up in prayer. There are days I have good days, I have bad days, um, just like anyone else, just like yourself. Um, I want to lift up every church door that's open. I want to lift up every pastor. I want to lift up every world leader, whether or not they're on the right side or not. But they believe they're on the right side, but we want to pray that they are, we actually are on the right side. Amen. So, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we run, want to come right now just first to say thank you. We want to thank you for being able to wake up in our right minds and have a sound mind right now, Heavenly Father. We're glad that you just given us the knowledge to remember who we are when we wake up every morning, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray for those who go out every day and do a job, oh, Heavenly Father, be it a job they love or a job they can't stand, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray for, if they can't stand it right now, Heavenly Father, we pray that you just give them a little sense of hope. Give them a little seed of hope so that that, that little seed of doubt can get weeded out, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, we want to pray for those who are going through a struggle right now, Heavenly Father. You know the struggle better than we do. If it's a relationship struggle, Heavenly Father, please mend the fences, oh, Heavenly Father. If it's a job struggle, indeed, of one trying to find a job, oh, Heavenly Father, a career, mind you, oh, Heavenly Father, you just bless them in a way that you see fit, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray for those who are going through mental health struggles, oh, Heavenly Father, for these times are so rough right now, we can't even think straight or see straight or or even act straight, oh, Heavenly Father. So we pray right now that you just Touch us, bless us, bless that my, that mental health, oh Heavenly Father. Bless them so they can be feeling better inside and on the outside, oh Heavenly Father. We want to pray for every church door that is open in your name right now, Heavenly Father. For every pastor that's got to get in the pulpit this morning and deliver a word right now, Heavenly Father. Cause bless them, touch them, guide them, oh Heavenly Father. We want to pray for every podcast ministry out here, oh Heavenly Father. For every podcast preacher that has got to preach the word to their masses, whether if they're in a live studio setting, oh, Heavenly Father, or if they're at home doing it in their office or in their front room or wherever they are, oh, Heavenly Father, just bless them and guide them right now. We pray for Safe Haven Podcast, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that you continue to touch this podcast in the way that you see fit. Continue to bless me, oh, Heavenly Father, as the pastor of this podcast, oh, Heavenly Father, the host, the leader, the guide, the director, oh, Heavenly Father. Be with me, oh, Heavenly Father, for you know that some days I don't feel... Up to up to snuff, oh Heavenly Father. But guess what, oh Heavenly Father? I'm doing this for you. I'm not doing this for me. If I was doing it for me, I would have probably stopped a long time ago. But I praise God for you, Heavenly Father. For you put that fire that is shut up in my bones right now, Heavenly Father. So thank you. Thank you so much for that, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, I want to pray for the word that's coming in advance, oh Heavenly Father. For that word that is about to come is going to be the word that needs to come, oh Heavenly Father. We pray for it right now. Bless it, oh Heavenly Father. Bless me right now, Heavenly Father, as I get ready to deliver it. Oh, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for those who tune in every week, oh, Heavenly Father. Those who have a heart to tune in, oh, Heavenly Father, and sometimes don't, we pray for them as well, Heavenly Father. We pray that this continues to spread, oh, Heavenly Father, spread like a good thing, oh, Heavenly Father, nah, not like a bad thing. So right now we pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Today's message is, Why God, Why? Coming from Psalm 22, verses 1 through 5. Once again, today's message is, Why God, Why? Coming from Psalm 22, verses 1 through 5. Let us prepare for a message from the Lord. It's time for the message here at Safe Haven. Pray once again that you have your swords ready. We're still going to be coming from Psalm 22. 
uh, reading verses 1 through 5. Once again, Psalm chapter 22, uh, verses 1 through 5. Going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer by night, but find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praise of Israel. In you, our ancestors trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, Why, God? Why? Why, God? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to pray for this message right now. We pray that you just touch me right now, Heavenly Father. Use me in a way that you see fit. Pour out my spirit and pour it in your Holy Ghost right now, Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When we open up this scripture, it's a familiar, the first verse is familiar. It is the same verse that Jesus quoted when he was on the cross being crucified. He had, that was one of his last words. At, at one point, you would think, because these words came from David while he was going through his struggles. And that says a lot right there. That really does, because quite frankly, when, when David was saying it, David was going through his struggles with Saul and other, other issues that he inadvertently got himself involved in. But with Jesus, when Jesus was on the cross asking God, crying out to God, why? Have you forsaken me? Why? I don't know about you, but I've I've had those questions too. Some people will be thinking, but Rev, you're a minister. You're a man of God. You should be going through struggles like this. You shouldn't be feeling like this. And when someone says that to me, I say this in return. The last time I checked, I am a man. I am a man that was created by God. But I was chosen to be more than just a regular man. I was chosen to be a messenger. I was chosen to represent him. It's kind of hard to represent a big entity like God. It really is. It's, it's kind of hard to get, get in a pulpit, get in, get in a podcast setting, get into a church you go anywhere and represent God 24-7. Because no matter what you do, you're under a microscope. No matter what you say, they're watching. Not only are they watching, 
Not only is God watching, but Satan's watching too. So hear me out now. When a man or woman of God gets up to preach, matter of fact, when they, on their downtime, are studying scripture and meditating on the word that they're going to deliver to the masses, be it on a Sunday or whatever day that they are assigned to preach, it's not easy. Because in the same token, not only are they giving you their scholarship, they're also giving you a piece of themselves. When I get up here every week, I'm giving you a piece of me. Just a little bit of peace. In a sense, this is kind of like me being therapeutic, so to say. So to say. Not saying it is therapeutic, but I'm just giving you a little hint, a little dash of, of understanding of what it's about doing these things. Some people say, I could never do what you do. Maybe. I said the same thing before I was called in the ministry. I said it as a kid. I saw uh, my home church pastor get, get in the pulpit, and I said, I respect him for what he does, but I do not want his position. But guess what? God, I always said God has a sense of humor, and he, and he made sure that I did it anyway. He said, that's nice. That's funny, Brian. You made me laugh. I'm going to show you what it's all about. I called you. I chose you before birth. Something that I believe Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 1. You can look that up on your own time. Because he said the same thing. Before I was formed in my mother's womb, you chose me. And that's the same with me. And that's the same with many others who get into the pulpit. I pray that's the same for others. Because these days it's kind of hard to tell when you have ministers doing things that are not like God. That's not, that's not my place to judge. That's up to God. If they're doing it for the right reasons and we can't see it, my, my bad. Amen? But back to today's scripture here. It's, it's saying a lot when it to be first, when verse 1a says, My God! My God, why have you forsaken me? We covered that already. But 1b touches me more. Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? How many of you are groaning right now? How many of you are going through a struggle? How many of you have been going through things for a very long time, be it one month or two years or five years? How many of you are getting tired of crying out to God and you believe and you're feeling inside that he is not answering you? I'm here to tell you today that he is listening. He is going to answer you. But the first thing you need to do is set it to the side and look to him in a different way. Because if you keep it all internal, this is what I've been learning. This is what I've learned over the years, over the course of a couple of years, is if you keep it internal, nobody's going to know what you're going through. Not even God. Yes, he knows your heart. But if you don't speak to him, how's he going to know? It's the same way uh, when you talk to somebody down here. Somebody doesn't know that you have a mis if you had a misunderstanding with somebody, but they don't know about it, and you don't share it with them, they're never going to know. Amen? So it's almost the same as if you don't take it to God in prayer. If you don't pray on it, if you don't speak on it, God is not going to know that you're feeling the pain and sorrow inside. Amen? See, 
when you ask why God, why? This is one of the things you need to understand as a body of believers. When you, when you ask why God, why, realize that one thing. Point one, don't give up on your purpose. I'll say it again for my note takers. Don't give up on your purpose. If everyone gave up on their purpose, if everyone gave up on everything, I mean, we, we talk about everything. We're talking about everyone, whether they believe or don't believe, whether they just believe in themselves and no one else. If they gave up on what they want, knowing that that is what they, they're destined to do or feel that they're destined to do, guess what happens? Someone loses in the process. Maybe it's you. Because if you're the person that had a dream and you gave up on it, never tried and gave up on it, guess what? You lose. Here's my thing. Don't give up. Don't give up on your purpose. You wanna know why? You wanna know why I can say that now? I probably couldn't have said this 10 years ago. You wanna know why I said that? Because up until about maybe a week or two ago, I was giving up. No, I'll, I'll go back a little bit further. About a, about a year ago. But maybe even almost a year and a half ago, uh, right around the time I shifted the focus of Safe Haven Podcast from what from the format that it was fine, but to what it is now, which it should have been in the first place. I was a young man who wanted to be an entertainer. I've told you the story many times. I wanted to be on TV. I wanted to be recognized. I won't say known, but I will say recognized. So I say, yeah, I recognize him. He's someone important. He's someone special. Well, guess what? Here I am today doing something special, doing something very important. What put me on here? I'm on television. Well, that is if you're looking at this video podcast on your television or on your computer screen or on your iPad screen or maybe even your telephone. But please know you're not the only one. There's someone else out there looking at me that I've never met before. And I praise God for you if you tuned in to watch little old me from a little suburb in a, in a big city called Chicago. Amen. Praise God. But a few years ago, I didn't see this. I may have saw it. I may have seen it, but I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was going to be. But guess what? God saw me through it. A couple prayers, a few supportive people, Coming in, kept pushing me toward my purpose, kept saying, you need to do this. You got to do this. You should do this. And, you know, it's scaring me, scaring me. I was afraid. I was afraid to fulfill my purpose. Why? Because I felt like a failure. And I know many of you have felt like that, too. But guess what? God is not going to let you fail. Because if you're called to do something, it doesn't matter if you're called to preach and all that. You don't have to just be called by God to preach. Amen. You can be called by God to do something important, to create something important for everybody. Like I know a friend created something that was great for hair care. You would have, if you had met the person beforehand, you would have at least expected them to be the person that they are today. And praise God that they are the person they are today. They're still struggling with something. I'm not going to share that with you. They're still struggling with a call that God has given them because they don't want to be tied down, tethered by some certain entities. I'm not going to tell you what the entities are, 
What did I do? As a man of God going through my own struggles, guess what? I stepped out of my stepped out of my struggle, struggle bubble, and I did what I was purposed to do. Made sure that I guided them to their purpose. To let them know that guess what? God blessed me to do what I'm doing. Cause I was tethered by what you don't want to be tethered by. I untethered myself to do what I am doing today. And I praise God for what I am doing today. Because I'm happy that I'm doing it for God, not for me. This is not about Brian. This is about the Heavenly Father above. Amen? Amen. Verse 2. Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but find no rest. Guess what? I found no rest. This week, I've been struggling. That's right. Reverend Brian Pusey struggles too. I was struggling. I'm like, I'm on a job that I'm not too fond of, don't like it that much. You know the story. You've been on the jobs like that yourself. Now, now I was talking to a friend. I'll probably talk about my job situation, my, my fear about it, a little bit too much for the person. And they were right. I did not disagree with what that person was saying. But what I was going through at that very moment was a little bit bigger than both of us could handle. As the week ended, I became comfortable. I would say comfortable to a level that I can understand it. I can work my way through it until I am blessed with something else. And you know what? The one thing that I, got, I took out of this is, which is our second point for today. I'm going to paraphrase it real quickly. I'm here for a reason. But here's point two. The right version of point two. I hope you have your notes, your notebooks ready. You're here for a reason. I'll say it one more time. You're here for a reason. If you don't know what your reason is, I'm going to tell you this. This is when you go to God and you pray about it. Once this podcast is over, you can even pause the podcast right now and do that. I don't mind. I'll be here when you push the pause button back. I'll hit the play button again. I'll still be here. But the thing you need to do is pray for what's your reason. What's your reason for doing what you're doing? What is your purpose? You know, it's all about reason and purpose. That's right. Because without a purpose, you don't have a reason. Without a reason, you don't have a purpose. Amen? That's a tough pill to swallow. I know it is. Because what was my purpose? Was my purpose to be an entertainer or be a preacher? I didn't know. But now I know what my reason is and my purpose. My reason was to learn all the traits so I can do what I am doing today. Before today ever existed, God already knew it was going to happen before I was born. Before there was a such thing as an iPad and an iPhone and 4G, 5G. Before any of that came into play. And trust me, growing up in the 80s and the 90s, this didn't exist. But guess what? God saw it before we did. He saw it. He knew that on this day, I was going to get up here and preach about the fact that you got, you are here for a reason. We all are asking why, God, why? Point three. And then, then we're going to close this bad girl out. 
Stand up, even if you're afraid. Say it again. Stand up, even if you're afraid. I love, I love how verses three through five wraps this, wraps this in a nice, neat bow. I'll read it again for those who missed it earlier. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you, our ancestors trusted. They trusted. You delivered them. To you they cried and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Once upon a time, as I began my journey as a minister almost 18 years ago, I was afraid. That's right. I was afraid. I was afraid to speak the truth about what God was giving, the messages that God was delivering to me. Some of the churches I've been at, nothing against these pastors. They were great in their own right. They told me church was not ready for what the Lord was about to use me for. Remember what we just said a minute ago. Don't give up on your purpose. You're here for a reason. Stand up, even if you're afraid. Well, guess what? I was afraid. I was afraid to stand up. I was afraid to talk about the things that are going on, the things that hurt me. The reason, you know, my thing about, I was afraid to talk about how it's sad that some churches are not reaching out to people like they need to. It is sad that the church is not embracing those that they need to embrace. They're afraid to bring in the poor. Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? Feed the poor? Clothe them? Put them back on the right track? We're afraid to bring in people who are going through domestic abuse. Afraid to talk about the things we need to talk about. We're afraid to confront the violence. We're afraid to confront the politicians. We're afraid to confront ourselves. Many people in church right now are afraid. They're afraid. They just want to be here. You talk about things that they don't even understand. Talk big words that you don't even know about yourself. You want to talk hermeneutical and all this good stuff. That's great if you know it, but it, it, your people may not know it. You want to talk down to your people. You want to push them away when they need you the most because you are supposed to be a representative of God. If you're pushing them away, what do you think they're thinking? They're thinking that God is pushing them away for whatever they believe. I knew a story about a young man came from the church I grew up at. He approached the church. He, he had an issue. Nobody knows what the issue is, was, except the young man himself. He was trying to come to the church, talk to the minister, right? They pushed him away. And they didn't get a chance to rectify it. Because not too long after that, he was taken from this world. We'll never know what God was trying to use him for. I said to myself, I wish he had come to me. I would have listened to him. I would have taken the time to listen to the young man. I knew of him. But I didn't know him personally. But I would have made sure that I would have made time for him no matter what. Because my call is for the people. It's not for me. This is not all about me. 
That's why every once in a while you see Safe Haven bring in some other ministers, some other men and women of God. Some are known in big places and some that are known in little places. I don't mind it because guess what? God called me to open the doors for everyone. That's right. It is a big deal to open the doors for everyone. And guess what? That's what Safe Haven's about. When God gave me that name about 18 years ago, I did not understand why. I wrote it down. I put it in a drawer. I pulled it out about 12 years later. And I said, oh, that's a nice name. I might use it for something. Because at the time, I did not know how to build a church. Matter of fact, I probably could say I still don't. But guess what? God is still using me. He said, you have a purpose. Your church is going to be beyond the walls. Your church is going to be someplace else. Yes, eventually you may have a building. Yes, I talk about it every now and again. I've seen many buildings uh, up and down these streets. And guess what? I said, God, maybe. But he said, don't worry about that. Just don't give up on your purpose. Remember that you're here for a reason, Brian. And oh, yes, you're standing up because you're no longer afraid. That's right. Things are going on in this world that is scaring me. It should be scaring you to a degree. I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Conservative, liberal, neutral, doesn't matter. You should be afraid. They're taking away rights. Just like they're taking away candy from a baby. Look, I'm not a woman. I know nothing about the reproductive, uh, reproductive process. But guess what? I am concerned for those who have who right now lose the right to abort. I'm not saying I'm pro life. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm against pro life. I'm not saying I'm against pro choice. But guess what? Technically, I'm for pro choice for a reason, because I don't know their reason. They do. That is something they got to take up with God in their own time. It is not up to me or any man to tell a woman what they should do with their own reproductive process. Amen. Not my choice. Not my call. Not my call. No man's call. But that is between them and God. If, there, if those out there that believe in God should remember one thing that is in the Bible, and I remember it to this day, we all have free will. If they choose to do what they want to do, that is between them and God, not you. You cannot force your will onto them. No more than I could force mine onto you. Only thing I could do is encourage you to go one way or go the other. That's on you. But remember, this is why I say, why, God, why? Why is this happening? Why are we going through these struggles today? Why? And God told me one thing before I started today told me one thing. He said, why not? Whoa. And I'm like, what? I asked God again. He said, why not? And then I said, God, please ex expand on this. Expand, expand, that on that, expand on that answer, please. I need to know why not? He said, why not? It's because sometimes something needs to happen to trigger the masses to go in the right direction. 
Sometimes we've gotten too comfortable. Sometimes we've gotten too complacent. So now is the time to wake up and stay up. Don't go back to sleep because time has passed and you've forgotten about it and it's not affecting you. Ah, wake up. Stay up and realize that if you stand by with God, speak to God. Let God know what you're feeling inside. And if you do, God will bless you. He will remind you of your reasons for being here. Matter of fact, we're all here for a purpose. We're all here for a reason. None of us are promised any day. I'm not promised today. I'm not prom You're not promised today. We're not promised tomorrow. None of us are. God blesses us with a chance every day to do something new. Keep that in mind. And now that I've learned to not be afraid when I stand up, I'm going to continue to stand up. Stand up for those who are oppressed. Stand up for those who are depressed. And stand up for those who are repressed. We can do this and we can do it together. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the message and the message. We pray that this word is applied to somebody or someone who needs to hear right now. Continue to use us, guide us, be with us always. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Safe Haven. Praying that everyone enjoyed the message for today. I know it was a tough one. It was... Pretty much mind-blowing. But it's very serious that we continue to keep all of our leaders, keep ourselves in prayer as well. And uh, we pray that, that there, there, there's a bigger light at the end of this tunnel. We're not at the end of any tunnels right now. So we've got to keep hope alive, everyone. So I'm hoping that everyone has a blessed week. Um, for those who are interested in Safe Haven coming to your church, so to speak, having me represent Safe Haven and speak for your congregation, you can reach out at www.safehavenpodcast.org. You can go on to ministry contact slash prayer request and you can request my services. If you are a minister and you would love to be a part of Safe Haven Podcast in any way, uh, be it from preaching, uh, singing, what have you, whatever God has placed on your heart, you can also go to the, the website and go under the register as a guest section and register yourself, and we can get you scheduled to come be a part of it. want to let every minister know that has worked with Safe Haven in the past, and hopefully for the future, want to let you know that when you all come back on to preach, it's going to be video now, video time, because Safe Haven has gone video. So therefore... Get yourself seen, and trust me, it's worth it. It's worth it. For if you have a prayer request, once again, go to www.safehavenpodcast.org and go to the ministry contacts forward slash prayer request section and request a prayer. If you'd like to leave a review on, on this service or any of the other services in the past, feel free, but please keep it clean. All right. In the meantime, all hearts centered, all minds focused, we are going to pray out, praying that you all have a blessed week in advance. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this service. We want to pray 
that you just be with us. Dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Continue to guide us and lead us into the next generation and lead us into this next week with hope and promise that you are going to be with us always. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you all next week. Have a blessed one. Thanks for tuning in. Have a safe and blessed week. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.